What's happening, guys? It's Adam here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode. That is Beer52.com. Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They're number one, baby. And they'll send you some amazing beers every month, and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now, every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. And they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer. You'll get a free case of eight beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack the second you sign up. They'll send them out in the post here, and you can't catch Corona from the post. All you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery, and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time. Sign up now at beer52.com slash word. That's our exclusive link. That's B-E-E-R 52.com slash W-O-R-D. You'll claim your free case of beer, and for every person that signs up via that link only, they slide us a little bit of money. That supports the podcast. It helps us out. It's win-win. So do us a favour, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode. Nice one. See you in a bit. Fucking did it in one take, bro. Yeah, man. Now, I'm getting the word not. Oh. Ja! Upset me, nasty bitch. Catch me outside. How about that? I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Disgusting! It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel like podcasting with video on YouTube, on social media at Have a Word Pod. You are listening to the funniest podcast in the game. Have a Word. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. <laughs> where you were going with that oh it went it sounded like the start of that oh baby i love you way every day yeah oh uh, i want to be with you night and day how has your day been um yeah pretty fucking good i tell you what sneaky my brother-in-law going back to sheffield is just made the grooves of how you deal with the day when Laura's working nine till two. I've got Etta. I can't like I can't do anything else. It's just me and her. We can twat around. I can do a job if she's willing to be in the vicinity. As soon as she goes, Dad, I'm not doing this. I'm fucking off. Not having an argument with a three year old. So we just I've been doing little bits. When Sam was here, I was like, right, mate, you're on Etta duty. Let me do this fucking job for an hour and a half. But because he's yeah. 25, he's like, oh, I was just on the phone. And and then you'd see Etta wandering, and then she'd just trip into something because they're a moron. They're morons, three-year-olds, and they don't know how to work fucking gravity. And then he'd come through like... <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, <laughs> it, it's just easier to be like, this is what I'm fucking doing. So as soon as Laura finished at two, she tags in, and then I get to do jobs. That is start... Don't get me wrong... I couldn't do that for eternity, but for now, it's weirdly like, it's simple. Just get on with it. That's how we're dealing yeah. with the day. So, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. How was your day? Because you've never, I've, just a little peek behind the curtain, Adam was like, mate, can you just prep the show today and I'll do tomorrow's? And I didn't ask why. I was just like, absolutely, I'll prep the show. I'm just assuming you've not had the most fun day of your life. Um, I woke up pissed off. Right. You know, when you just wake up in a mood, I, it, it happens to me maybe 
once a year normally. Right. And I just woke up like, like and I, I didn't even have a particularly bad sleep. I've had about eight hours. Didn't remember waking up throughout the night, so it's not like I've had a disturbed sleep. And I just woke up in a in a bit of a funk. Yeah. And then to about five messages from me going, I think we should do this. What do you think we should do this? Because I've been up at seven and I've had a fucking can of monster. So I'm like, Adam, I know it's quarter past eight. You just answer this when you get up. And I, I realized like, I saw your response. And I was like, yeah, Adam wasn't in the mood for them. Adam wasn't in the mood for waking up to them. It wasn't even just that because I had about four or five messages from you, about three from me dad. There's three WhatsApp groups that I'm in and they've all gone fucking mental this morning with different things. Right. Um, and I just woke up to a lot of shit and I was like, oh, no, 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 today can fuck off. And then I was like, right, get downstairs in a minute. And then I, I even said to Jade, I was like, babe, will you do me a favor? Will you just go and make me some toast, please? And yeah. God bless her. She did. She made me a cup of tea and some toast. Did she, and she sensed it? She was like, usually I'd be like, suck my balls, make your own toast. But she's like, there's something... <laughs> His aura needs carbohydrate. And then I, I had my breakfast and then I was sat there and I was like, right, I'll have a coffee in a minute and then I'll go and prep today's episode. And then you'd asked me what time you want to do it today. And I was like, let's do four o'clock, which is pretty much our normal time. And then I noticed myself feeling a bit better. And I was like, do you know what? If we do four o'clock, then I'll probably be fine. But if we wait till five, if I push it back, I'll probably be on form by then. I'll feel all right. Nice. So I was like, right, push it back to five so you're in a decent mood. It sort of worked. I'm in a better mood than I was an hour ago. And I asked you to prep the episode because I was like, I just want to fucking do nothing for a couple of hours. Yeah. And if Dan can do that and take care of it and I can do tomorrow's, I reckon tomorrow I'll be back. Mojo back, I'll be sound. But I've just woke up in a fucking mood and I think I've ruined any progress I made not any progress but uh, some of it because I've spent a lot of time just sat down on social media and it's just getting a bit fucking draining looking at all the same fucking miserable shit yeah and then there's a load of fat people fucking whinging at Adele at the minute because she's <laughs> lost a load of weight and that's fucking how dare oh, you Adele I like your music pal. now you've left me alone in fat club come on I just put a tweet out like, there's nothing funnier than fat people moaning at former fat people for not being fat anymore. It's like, it's like if you're a fan of like a fucking shit football club like Carlisle and Barcelona offer your star striker that a fucking move to La Liga and the Champions League, and you're like, what's he going there for? Is he not, is he not want to play for Carlisle forever? He, no, he's realised he's better than you. He's just staying relevant. He's just staying relevant. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you've got easy access to Sheffield and the Middle Hall Shopping Centre. What the fuck do you need Barcelona for? Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. So Adele's put this photo up on, on Instagram for her birthday or something and she's lost even more weight than she had a few months ago and she looks fucking amazing and loads of people are rightly commenting and sharing the photo going oh my god doesn't Adele look amazing and there's all these fucking professional fat people it were like well I don't think we should be tying beauty in with thinness because you can be fat and be beautiful and you know what you can 
you can be fat and be beautiful. I'm not saying there's no beautiful fat people, but what I'm saying is most people look a little bit better if they lose a few pounds. Adele looks better than she did a few years ago, and you're allowed to stay as fat and ugly as you want. That's what it is. It's fat people feeling like their way of life is being threatened. Are they going to make us all go, go to the gym and eat salads and stuff? No, you can eat as much shit as you like and get as fat as you want for the rest of lockdown. No one's saying you can't, but don't expect me and every other cunt on the planet to pretend you look as good as Adele now does because you fucking don't, okay? <laughs> Be as ugly as you want within the walls of your own fucking house. Also, let people lose weight or put it on if they fucking want. Don't be like, oh, well, I used to love Adele. And I think it's real. If anyone is taking that tack, then they need to fuck off. I can't believe she's lost weight. I, I don't like her as much. Fucking hell. You should be able to pay it on or lose it as you see fit. If that's why you like Adele, you weren't a real fan in the fucking first place. And just because someone else goes, you look amazing, well done for losing weight, that's not slagging you off personally. That's someone just congratulating Adele on something she's clearly wanted to achieve. She tried to set out to lose weight. You know, It's not just everyone who's lost weight we're going to congratulate. It's Adele going, I want for me, for my health, for my kids, for my whatever, self-perception, I want to lose weight. If she'd lost it because they'd found like a tumour no one's going to go on Twitter going well done on the AIDS you know <laughs> you've done honestly you look fantastic it's because she's tried to achieve something and she has but people take it personally like, because you're saying she looks amazing you're saying well, I look like a big fat pig there's some beautiful fatties there's some beautiful rotund I love a lady that's thicker than a snicker I don't want skinny bony but you can't attack Adele for achieving something something she wanted to achieve or anyone congratulating her. It's more yeah. the fact that she set out to do something and fucking done it. It's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking get it. You are making a decision to remain fat. Every time you have something that you know puts weight on you, a Chinese takeaway, a pizza, a load of fucking chips, every time you do that, you're making a decision. And you know who else is doing it? Me. And that's why yeah. I can speak from a position of authority on this because I'm a fat, ugly cunt and it's my fucking fault. It's no one else's fault. And I could, I've lost weight before. I lost three stone a few years ago and I look fucking gorgeous, mate. I look fucking <laughs> wonderful. And I used that time to find a beautiful woman. I got her, made her fall in love with me and then I put all the weight back on because now she loves me too much to fucking leave me. Okay? That's, that's how you do it. That's you the way, gorgeous, of, the, that's the way of the jungle. Want, and then you go back to who you really are. You make yourself look as good as you possibly can you get them emotionally committed and then you get to the cake shop yes, yes. and you pay for the cake it's like i know i don't look great love but i put these nope. on the debit card love it there's a there's a girl um not far who lives not far from ours so my my barber that i go to regularly who i don't go to at the minute and i'd fucking love to because my ears a mess his cousin has started their own bakery like making cakes and stuff yeah and a few months ago i went for an aircraft and he went lad if i give you some uh if i give you six free brownies will you just do a couple of posts on instagram and stuff and tell people to order some cakes off our olivia yeah and i was like of course i will lad yeah they're fucking amazing Right. they're right. wonderful so I, I got a free box of first but I've ordered like five other boxes since yeah, then yeah. Right? <laughs> I keep going back to her Jade who is now vegan um, the, the brownies are not vegan but every now and then Jade will let herself have a little treat and a couple of weeks ago she was like oh, those brownies are really good but I need you to just like 
if they're in the house, I'll eat them. So let's try and not have them in the house as much as possible. And I was like, okay, cool. But I'm like, do you know what? I could just keep fattening you up and then you'll get fatter and you'll get fatter. <laughs> and not only will you be like, oh, I can't have a go at Adam for being fat because I'm already fat. So it's all fine. Also, you won't have the confidence to leave me when I become enough of a dickhead and <laughs> you're heading. When you inevitably tire of my bullshit, you'll be like, oh, I want to leave, but oh, the ba- the battery on my fat person mobility scooter's run down. Oh. Yeah, mate, there's nothing wrong with chubbing out when you're in love. That's part of the fucking deal. I've got two portions of my wardrobe. I've got stuff that currently fits me and stuff I've bought ambitiously in case I ever have to get thin again. <laughs> the aspirational section. <laughs> What happens is I go to town and like I'll I'll be looking for like a new jacket or something and the large will be a, like a little bit too tight but the extra large is like maybe a little tiny bit too big. So what I do is I go right I'll get the large because that'll make me lose a bit of weight over the next few months. Yeah. And then I'll eventually be able to put that large on and I'll be like you know what I remember when I bought this this was tight but now it fits great and it'll make me feel good. And then what happens is I come home I put it in the wardrobe for a bit. About three months later, I try it on. It fits even worse than it did in the first place. And then I come for tea to make myself feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking vicious. I think I... I, Because I've been thin, like... People do congratulate you. I lost weight, properly lost weight about four years ago. And ended up going from about 15 stone to 11. You did like a Juice Plus thing now, didn't you? Yeah, I did the Cambridge weight plan. And Cambridge I, weight plan. Yeah, it's basically a, a posh, expensive version way of saying fucking slim fast. Yeah. And I, you lose two stone and everyone's like, oh my God, like you're down to 13. Then you get down to like 12 and a half, 12 and people are like, you look amazing. And then I got to 11 and, and my sister was just, <laughs> I hadn't seen her for a couple of months <laughs> and she went, fucking hell. Oh, oh no. Christ almighty. <laughs> Your head looks too big for your fucking body. Oh. And I saw Deliso Shaponda, who's uh, our own, the only African comedian we know, and he was like, wow, if you were African, I'd just assume you had HIV. That's how much... <laughs> that's how much weight you've lost. Uh, yeah, and then I... All that time, I knew I was working on it, and I was jogging, and I was doing well, and I was fucking... It was all going in the right direction. So when I was buying clothes, I was like, no, I'm going to go, well, shit, fucking Topman Small is different from a Burton Small. I'm going to get a Topman Small and see if I can... Because I knew that's where I was going. <laughs> For the last three years, it's just been going the other way. And when I shop, I, I'm doing the opposite of you. I'm just like, I know this is only going one way at the moment. I don't know when it's going to stop. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I did a little clothes... Have you ever used M&M Direct? They're like a bit like Sports Direct, but hopefully not as douchey. And they just do, I don't know, I'm not bothered about labels, but they do like good quality material, like T-shirts, like four quid or whatever. It seems to be stuff from a couple of years ago that was probably never that fashionable, but I like it. For 70 quid, you can end up with like five or six tops. (laughs) Just I ordered it. There was a bit of me thinking, should I get medium? I was like, not in this fucking lockdown, Dan. If you want to wear it, in this lockdown just get fucking large except where where this is going so I've just got large and everything fits and it's when that shit stops fitting that I might have to change my fatty ways couple of months ago um, when I did my Liverpool tour date I was filming it and I was like I want to just wear a black hoodie I just want a plain black Carhartt hoodie and I ordered one uh, online for next day delivery via Amazon Prime Yeah, I ordered XL 
because I was like, I'll get it and it'll be a bit baggy because Carhartt sizes tend to be quite generous, uh, a lot of them. It was very, very, very generous to the point where I couldn't right. wear it and I had to go to the shop on the way to the gig that night to buy a different black hoodie to wear on stage. The the massive one that I bought, I've been fucking living in it because it's still about a size and a half too big. But when you've got no one to impress and nowhere to go, a fucking oversized hoodie that I've slept in it, I've, <laughs> I've slept in it and got up the next day, kept it on literally all day, not got a shower or a bath and slept in it again. I'm literally living in this hoodie. It's amazing. Yeah, but that's the lo- that's the lockdown rules, isn't it? The, the one day I wore a shirt and he, I, I had a reason I wore it you as soon as we got on the zoom you were like what the, what the fuck what the fuck were you in a fucking collar for you fucking nonce you were straight on it what is it your court day for being a fucking nonce um, oh sorry it's just what just one sec uh, I need to just double check this name I think it's Andrew Morris I got a tweet before Wagwa uh, it, it's just something dead important that I meant to um I told him I'd try and remember for the podcast. Okay. Good. It's a little bit worrying that I shouted nonce and you went, oh, let me just, yeah, Andrew Morris, yeah. You'll see why, though. His name's Andrew Morris. It's Andy Morris 85, A-N-D-I Morris 85 on Twitter. Um, He just tweeted me and said, all right, love, it's my birthday today. Could you call Dave a nonce for me, please? Cheers. So. You're a nonce, lad. Nonce fucking Dave. Happy birthday, Andrew. I did it for you. He 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 probably listen up until that point. Going, oh, Adam's just like on the sly told him to call himself a nonce this episode for me. No, no, I just done it. I just done it anyway. <laughs> I know, I know which bit of banter fucking butters my bread these days. Yeah, fucking Ooh. good on you, Adele. You do what you want, love. Get fucking Adele looks amazing. You know what, Adele from there's. I saw this tweet where there's two. There's three Adels. There's the one from like. You know, like, hello, it's me. She looked amazing then. She looked amazing yeah. then. And then there was one from I was chasing payments or whatever it was, the first album. I was like, shit, she did not look good then. <laughs> that that is you know the Cambridge weight plan that I was talking about in the Slim Fast, you know the before and after picture? That's the fucking before picture. Like, here I am, like that was yeah. I mean, whatever, it's not about size. Fucking some there's some ugly, unattractive thin healthy people some fucking rotten looking twats who are in a size 8 you know what I mean it's nothing about that one of my favourite porn stars what's she called Is it, I can't remember what it called she's thicker than a Snickers love it mate I love I think I think it's sexy a bit of meat I worry yeah, but one of those skinny girls a bit of meat and being a fat twat do you know what I mean? There's a difference between having it like not being ripped and all like skinny or whatever and being a fucking beached whale. There's yeah. a difference between those two things. Some people There's are a- into it though. Some people are into it. Yeah. There's a Some whole is it the BBW where you're like yeah. mm, Some people are. And look, Watch I'm not here. I'm not here to slag off people with a mental illness. I'm not going to do that, Dan. So I'm not going to go into that, okay? What I'll say is that there's certain things that being that big has to be true about you for you to be that big. And nothing summarizes this better. We've mentioned a few times on this that I'm into, like, rap battles. There's an American guy called Roan, R-O-N-E, and he battled um, another American guy called Big T. And his third round... Big T is enormous. I love his and name. Roan is like quite a, a fit lad from Philadelphia, right? Yeah. 
And in his third round, he, like, because obviously in battle rap, if you battle on someone who's fat, you'll do the odd fat joke. But he took fat jokes to a whole new level <laughs> and criticized him as a human being for five fucking minutes. It's brutal. And I'm telling you right now, you'll love it. I'll send you the clip later and I'll tweet it on the Have A Word account. Roan versus Big T. Roan's third round. Roan could have not said anything for the first two rounds of that battle. And with his third round alone, would have won 3-0. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, I'd love to get massive, though. Do you know what I mean? If you're going to do it, you might as well fucking properly do it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you're going to do it, people are like, I'm a bit fat. I'll bore off. Get fucking massive. Get so fat, it becomes a disability. Get That's how fat you want to be, where the government are like, fuck me, you are so big. You need a check. That's, I would love, I want to get meatier as fuck. I want, like, documentary cruising. That's how fat I want to get. Where yeah, you, right there, right. Where have you gone to? I'm trying to get this the the lyrics up for the third round of Rowan against Big T because I want to read some of them out to you because it's fucking unbelievable. God, you ready? Yeah. So I worried they'd paint me simply if fat jokes were all I'd bring for Big T, but this is the first really fat guy I've battled, so this is big for me. I mean, these fat jokes are mad heavy. You might get mad at me. I might lose all my fat friends. Oh wait, I don't have any. <laughs> So if regular fat people wear big tees with their bathing suits, you take it to the next level and probably bathe in suits. <laughs> I mean, I'd clown him about his outfit, but his face looks like it's drowning. You don't have a lazy eye. You have a lazy face around it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you like the te- look like the Teflon Don if he was covered in Teflon or a walrus who's dipped all of his blubber in Exxon. Fuck a bug. He'd kill any mammal he stepped on. If Biggie saw this piggy, he would think he was dead wrong. I mean, as far as food, what have we got today? Lobster face, pasta place. He's black and Islamic. What the fuck is he? A chocolate shake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're too hey, fat that's to walk a fucking great line. Hang on. That's got to be given the respect it deserves. He's black and Islamic. What is he? A chocolate shake. You're like, <laughs> oh, gee, gee. I mean, your blood pressure is fucking the price of a brick. You're addicted to steaks if we're talking life on the strip. We would need a whole tray to put ice on your wrist, and your fingers are too fat, so you fucking type with a stick. <laughs> Oh God! <sighs> but fuck jokes. I'll real use reality to show that they're lame. The joke would be: you probably need two seats whenever you sit on an airplane. The reality would be: if you sat next to me on an airplane, it wouldn't ruin my night. It wouldn't ruin my flight. It would ruin my life. <laughs> <sighs> you, you're really enjoying those, aren't you, Adam? <laughs> There's something this does something to you there's real like pleasure in his little yeti eyes I mean it's a tight nice little package but I promise this is all real you are inconvenient to be around how awful does that feel oh my god 
It's really basic, but the only time he's creative is making tacos with ice cream as the fucking meat replacement. He's got a million ways to sweeten cakes, but non- not one way to lean his face in. Oh, there's room for cheese and bacon, but let me guess, the greens were taken. But people treat it like it's a disease, a sickness to be mediated, misleading the media from the media to deviate it like it's fat shaming. And I can't take it because I'm trying to decrease your weight and that benefits you so you could show some appreciation. I mean, the fact that your fat say so much about you as a man, no long-term goals, no perseverance. You can't stick to a plan. You only care about yourself. You're stuck in your selfish ways and none of your family members care enough about you to help you change. But they say, Big T's the man. that Like, that'll help him magically. Of course you're the man. You have to be. You have to be cool or funny just to get an advantage. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a single friend on this planet. I mean, fat people make less money. They get promoted less. They're more likely to be alone or to suffer an early death. And I get pissed because you're because you have kids and your children are going to grow and it's a tragedy because being fat is all that they'll ever know when your daughter was born you probably weighed 355 pounds if you walked a mile a day since then you'd be skinny by now (laughs) my god (laughs) it's fucking unreal go and watch it that did he just like it feels like the writing process there was like, yeah, I'm not just going to... I'm going to do some jokes about it. I'm going to do some rhyming. And then he just got himself so fucking annoyed. He was like, no, I'm literally going to just explain why being fat is so... Like, <laughs> it just stopped being... It got just brutal. Well, at, the, like, at the top level, which is what that is, like, battle rappers are like, oh, you're just making fat jokes. So they have to make it really personal. And, like, he's been called fat in every battle he's done. But yeah. Be, like, how being fat determines his personality that that's to a whole new level oh my god talking about his daughter you're like so the link is available to go and watch that I'll tweet it later after the episode goes on and even after everything Adam just said I still want Domino's for tea I still want Domino's and that's fine isn't it yeah there's nothing wrong with getting fat as long as you just your attitude should be I'm fat I'm happy fuck off and leave me alone not I'm fat and happy, so you should be fat as well. Let's have a word from Trans Alloys. <laughs> Pow! Now then, lids, I want to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car body work, and customization services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. Basically, these guys can sort your wheels out. And if you listen to this thinking, well, I'm not like a boy racer, I'm not that bothered about my car. Mate, I drive a Volvo. And after the fucking Rona, I'm going to these guys at Trans Alloy Wheels Limited when I'm gigging in Yorkshire, and I'm going to get them to sort out the alloys that are all scuffed up and fucked on my Volvo V40. So even if you've got a sensible dadmobile or you've inherited your nana's banger, soup up the wheels, get them sorted. If you park like a bellend, get them tidied up, make them look smarter. Go the full hog, get them jazzed up, get them glitzy, get them gold. Just live your life through your alloy wheels. They can add value to your car and make it look fucking smart. They use the same techniques as the biggest car manufacturers and they offer powder coating, diamond cutting, painting, new tires, acid stripping and shot blasting, tire fitting and removal. They do car body repairs and they have a pickup and delivery service. They also do insurance work. These guys have got amazing reviews online. Come and get your wheels souped up, changed and refurbished. And this is the best bit. All Have A Word listeners will receive 25% off everything. I'm going, I'm getting my saving. These guys are amazing. Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Get them on Facebook, Insta, online, the lot. Nice one, lids. 
don't know about you, but I'm feeling triggered. It must be Have a Word with Adam and Dave. Uh, we got an email from Peter Ronnie Williams, who is a uh, message before about nicknames. Hi, DJ Nitros and the Yeti. Uh, by the way, brilliant tag team name. As I said in a previous email, I listen to the pod every day while I'm at work and I'm totally on board with you cutting back the episodes to keep the content fresh and keep the quality as amazing as it is currently. Well, that is appreciated because that decision was not taken lightly, Peter. So it's uh, it's great when uh, someone says something like that. Um, I was wondering if you could do a top five of your favourite other podcasts, comedy or other that your listeners may enjoy. So what he's saying is he's cutting down his pod listening because we're cutting down our content from next Monday onwards. What other podcasts can we recommend? I don't. We don't need to do a top five, but what other comedy podcasts or other podcasts do you listen to? What do you recommend? Uh, my favourite podcast is the Parapod. Yeah. Uh, like Barry Dodds and Ian Boldsworth, formerly was known as Ray Peacock um, as a stage name, but now goes under his, his real name, which is Ian Boldsworth. Which wasn't a rape joke. No. It wasn't. It was just it was his stage name. It was just a stage name. Anyway, um, and Barry I, Dodds, which isn't a stage name, it's his fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to it last night as I fell asleep, and uh, Jade told me off because I kept laughing and waking her up. Um, the Parapod's amazing, I love that. Your Mom's House with Tom Segura and Christina P is also very funny if you like the American ones. It's my current favorite uh, podcast, comedy wise, definitely. <laughs> If you're a fan of Bill Bear, then his podcast is great. Um, but I'd, I'd go and watch his stand up and get to know him as a as a comic before you got into that. Like I love Bill uh, Burr. I listened to the podcast for about six months a year, and then I tapped out. The podcast yeah. is him monologuing every Monday morning, and it's not. It's for the purist. I think it's for the real Bill yeah. Burr fan. And it's still, if you if you love him and you like that podcast, but it's not the same. He's not got someone on there. Does occasionally have guests, but it's him yeah. just fucking. And I don't think many comics can do what he does. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was not for me. I prefer the conversational stuff. I, I do love Bill Burr's podcast. To be fair, I think it's great. But you you do have to be a massive Bill Burr fan. Um, and then Joe Rogan. Although, like, it's become almost cool to think his podcast is shit for some reason. Rogan's got some of the most amazing guests in the world. And if there's someone really, really interesting, he's almost certainly got an episode with them. So, like, he's done an interview with Edward Snowden, like the, the WikiLeaks yeah. whistleblower. It, there's so many amazing interviews Elon on the Joe Musk Rogan podcast. As well. Say that again. Uh, Elon Elon Musk as well. yeah. it's a great episode Bernie Sanders has been on it it's um, he has yeah, his comedian mates on but then he has basically people from neuroscience people from like medical science people from political science it's so interesting like nutrition hunting if there's if you you can't listen to one and go oh I like Joe Rogan's podcast some people don't listen to the comedy ones like Paul Smith our mate from Hot Water doesn't like the comedian ones he's like mate I can talk to my fucking comedian mates if I want to hear that I want to hear like I want to hear the insight ab about science and, and food and, and politics and uh, yeah it's it's totally varied and very long form like it's two three yeah. hours long very regularly three hours long <laughs> 
And if you like, I don't give a fuck comedy. Comedy that they're just like, I'd describe it as like WhatsApp group comedy. So the type of stuff you wouldn't sort of see on the telly or even often on the internet. Um, just the, th- the most ridiculous, first thought, offensive things that your mates might say in a WhatsApp group. Andrew Schultz has got a podcast called Flagrant 2. Now, you, it's the eighth biggest Patreon membership on the planet, Flagrant 2. <laughs> There's like seven and a half thousand people on their Patreon. Um, and it's that way for a reason. It's because Andrew Schultz has found his market. He's found his fans and it's come from that podcast. Him and it, it is another comic, his colleague, Akash Singh. Um, it's those two and they've got a producer in the background called Alex Media. And they will just talk about the topics of the day, current events and stuff. And they just like say the most ridiculous, funny things they can without trying to toe the line. They're deliberately stepping over the line and I'm all for it. I think it's fucking great. Yeah. I, uh, I've never, I've never heard that one. Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee have got a, a podcast called Bad Friends that launched about two months ago. And Andrew Santino is a guy that I, I found out about through uh, the Rogan podcast. He's brilliant on one of my favourites on on Rogan. He's he's on about two months and he supports him on his tours. I found out about Santino and Theo Vaughn at the same time about a year ago. Uh, Theo Vaughn's got a uh, a really good comedy podcast called This Past Weekend, but Santino's is, Santino's Theo. Santino's got one called Whiskey and Ginger, and one of the best episodes on it is him and Bobby Lee. You might recognise Bobby Lee from sitcoms, um, uh, American sitcoms. He's like a Korean guy, uh, Korean American, and they do what me and Adam <laughs> have been doing. Like it's very similar vibe of just talking about what's going on and then ripping the shit out of each other and then ripping the shit out about anything they're talking about that's really good the rest of the podcasts I listen to are basically NFL podcasts so unless you're mad into the NFL History Extra by the BBC randomly if I really want a change of pace because sometimes with sport and comedy you just want something else you want a different frequency to listen to the History Extra podcast just tweaks some little bit of history geekery in me have you got another podcast that you like that isn't comedy or sport do you listen to anything just change the tone it seems almost silly to mention it because I think it's officially the most successful podcast of all time. It's Serial. Have you listened to Serial? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Like, I'm, I am I really love crime stuff and court cases um, and, like, looking at how the police handle stuff. Serial. I became obsessed with it. I've listened to the whole... Se- the first series about... Um, Adnan Syed is the one I'm talking about. The second one I wasn't really into. But the first It was good, though. Was- it was good. It was still good yeah. the second series and the third one was good. That first season was something special though. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I've listened to that first series 10, 11, 12 times and then there's a, a spin-off podcast called Undisclosed um, which is not as um, well packaged as Serial. So Serial is looking at, a, if, for those who haven't heard about it, is listening it's about a, a guy who was accused of murdering his girlfriend um, in Baltimore and he's been in prison for it ever since and it's about that and how the police handled it and the evidence and whether it, he's guilty or not and whatever but there's a lot of stuff that gets missed out by Serial because it doesn't fit the narrative of the storytelling of the podcast a lot of 
other stuff and all of that is in undisclosed oh, right. which is a it, it's not as easy to listen to but if you listen to series one of serial and you become as obsessed with that case as I did undisclosed is also amazing um, and undisclosed is done by I forget her name but she's someone who is actually on the serial podcast it's someone who knows Adnan Syed she's a lawyer right. I forget her name um, it's very serial. it's very on point isn't it because they sort of that that podcast you might be thinking god it sounds really heavy but if you're into like the netflix netflix crime dramas like it's very very well produced that first season particularly it's fucking i enjoyed listening to serial more than i enjoyed watching making a murderer really so, yeah um oh it's actually uh i forgot about serial when we were doing the um when i was going through this just sort of preemptively deciding what I'd say. I totally forgot about Serial. Oh, All Killer No Filler. Kiri, my mate Kiri's got All Killer No Filler. Talking about crime. Her and Rachel Fairburn. I think we've mentioned them on the podcast before. Kiri's a good mate of mine. I, I've i never listened to it. I've never listened to the Parapod. Because, honestly, <laughs> it's so stubborn of me. But because Barry's one of my best mates in stand-up, I've never got round to... You know why? Because in my head, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not that into... To ghost, but I bet that's ridiculous, isn't it? It's probably you really don't have to be. No, it, it, you you do not have to be. It's uh, it's so fucking funny. Do you want to do a couple of would you rather's just to change the tone a little bit? Oh yes, mate. Listen, yes, I do. I am gonna I am gonna extend an olive branch here because we have a listener called Daniel Pugh, and he has been throwing a lot of shit against the wall and. When I say that, I mean in terms of like attempted content. He is not shy about going, I think this one, let's see the. And we've actually done a few of his suggestions before. I'm going to do two would you rathers from uh, Daniel Pugh. You can just go for it if you want. Would you rather every time you have a wank, you come all over your own face? Okay? Can't, by the way, as a little caveat, you can't say I'd wank standing up because only psychopaths do that. Or. You just lose an inch of your dick. You lose an inch right now, but you get to crack one out normally for the rest of your days. Or you keep that inch. You keep in. You keep in the yellow, the supposed row row yellow. Can I just go and ask Jade if she'd be happy with just six and a half inches before I answer? Oh fucking hell! Why don't you ask the unicorn if it'll make your tea while you're there? <laughs> you fucking length rat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you never wank standing up? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes on an away day. <laughs> like if you're at work or something when you used to work. <laughs> oh, God. Sometimes I have, and it instantly feels more fucking sexually aggressive, doesn't it? Like, nying, nying, nying. like when you're lying down, you're like, I'm a gentleman. I like to pleasure myself. Bedtime, snoozy snooze. Away like to the wankies. Land of Dreams. I I, Stood up, you're like, get I, know the I know I've mentioned before that I do uh, whack off in front of Jade sometimes, but sometimes I'm just not in the mood to do that, to be on display. So if she's in the bedroom and I can't be asked bringing up, I'm going to have a wank or whatever, I'll just go to the toilet yeah. and just, just stand up over the toilet bowl. And then there's always that awkward bit at the end where you, your dick's pointing up, but you're about to come and you're trying to aim it into the toilet bowl. So you have to like bend your whole body yeah. like a like a contortionist to aim it into the toilet bowl which is um, never ideal I have never jizzed into the toilet in my life have you not? I jizz into the basin 
the sink. Yeah. And I just thought that's what everyone did. But now I'm thinking no. about it. I hope Laura never hears this. She's going to in about a week and a half. Just give Stage us a second right there. Is that true? No! It is. It is, everyone. He's nodding. He's nodding. Where did, she, where did they think? I remember being at college once and the, this was this really prissy girl and she was like, where can I ask a question? It was like straight out of Christian Union. Like, you, you talk about this sort of stuff, but when you wank yourself, you know when you're like someone's using the wrong terminology, it was like, when you wank yourself and when it, where do you aim? Do you aim for your mouth? <laughs> she literally thought, we were like, oh, what am I going to do with this? Ah! I was like, no, you fucking lunatic. I mean, it's not much better what we do, just like on the belly, wipe it up, but you don't fucking aim for your mouth. Like, well, I couldn't possibly clean this up any other way. <laughs> Trying to catch it like someone's throwing a Malteser from the other side of the room. Like, hey! <laughs> you fucking horror. Get back to Jesus. Disgusting. Disgusting! Um, um, what would you rather do? I can't lose an inch. I don't know. I just have to not wank. I can't lose what? an inch. I I am not in a position to lose an inch. I mean, I'm I'm at a working level here. I can't lose any. What if it was half an inch? Half an inch. I don't know. I'm at, I'm at, I'm I'm at, I'm I'm down. I'm down at five. I can't go lower. I can't go lower. I honestly think I've got a five inch. I, I really think. <sighs> so I'm. What about if you just. I just have to abstain. Go on. You move to Korea. You move and then to be the boss. Oh, yeah. Be the big daddy. <laughs> oh, it's a big. You know, not a lot of people are moving to North Korea. I don't know if you know about international uh, immigration, but that's not a traditional. Like, Chester's nice. West Cheshire. It's got a lot of things going on, but we really fancy North Korea. Make our money go that little bit further. I've got a mate of mine, I think, who lives in North Korea. Not Carl, who lives in Japan. I'm not getting Japan and Korea confused. But I think I know someone who lives in North Korea. Doing what? Are you sure it's North I Korea? I, I don't know. I don't think North Korea have a load of immigrants. I don't think anyone's allowed to leave or enter, basically. I think that's... Like Google it. Yeah, do you mean South Korea? No, I'm pretty sure it's North. Right. It's exciting, isn't it? Is he a spy? Because let's hope Kim Jong and all his fucking cronies don't listen to this shit. He's undercover, lad. Yeah, right. Yeah, just here to do some fucking work, lad. No, they do. They do have um, economic migration. Do they? Yeah. So you can go and work in North Korea. Where would you go? Slightly left field. Adam, you've got to leave the country for whatever reason. I mean, we all know what it would be. Nonsense. Um, what... Where would you go? And you can't go English. Hey, where would you emigrate to? Can't go English speaking. You've got to. You've got to move to a foreign country. Out of Europe. Let's get out of the continent. International lads. Where would you go? Canada. French Canada. Canada. French Canada. <laughs> French Canada. Oh, brilliant! Oh, I want to be a Canadian from Canadians. Well, fuck. What about just France? It's only over there, isn't it? Yeah, I could pick up France. No, French. but that is in Europe, isn't it? I said out of Europe, where would you go? Also, out of Europe? Yeah, you've got to go out of Europe and Canada's a... You can't go to French Canada because 
that is an English speaking country in the main, isn't it? It's like the first Ooh. language. Botswana. Botswana! <laughs> what the fuck? You just literally picked the name of a country out of your head. It would be good, though, wouldn't it? You'd be like, you'd be the biggest name in fucking stand up in Botswana. <laughs> Fast or pigs? <laughs> How fast are pigs? Gonna steal MC Africa Zulu's fucking act. He was like, holy shit, he's doing Nigerian material. Thieving bastard. Oh. I, go to, I, go, um, I go Thailand for the kids. <laughs> it's jokes, that. Is it Steve Harris? So I've just fucking. So I've done, I think I've done Steve Harris's material. Steve, love you. Uh, yeah, oh, shit. Thailand would be a good one, innit? <sighs> yeah. Or like the Philippines. Just I, paradise. Yeah, am I the only one that thinks Thailand's a bit hacky? Like, I'm just. I'm not trying to sound like the tourist version of Danny Mac. Like, oh, no, don't go to Thailand. Let me fucking go to Thailand. Go to Uzbekistan like an alternative. But I, I reckon... Papua New Guinea. Yeah, Malaysia or something. Something a bit less like Cambodia or Vietnam. Can't go to Cambodia. Can I not? Why not? It's locked off, isn't it? What, you, what the fuck are you talking... You just told me I can go to North Korea and now you're chopping off Cambodia? Yeah, Cambodia. You're not allowed in. On what, off. on what grounds? What? What are you talking about? You've just told me I can go to North Korea and I can't go to Cambodia. Yeah. Mate, talking bullshit. I'm not talking bullshit. The Communist Republic of North of North Korea is letting everyone in like, oh, they like, yeah, come over, work in the bars, work down the beach, and Cambodia, you can't. Yeah. Right, we're coming Cambodia. back to that. I'm literally writing that shit down. I, if anyone knows that's bullshit, I'm sure you can go to Cambodia. Why can't you go to Cambodia? They've locked it off. For what? No We're full. <laughs> They've gone all... <laughs> They've all gone Cam Cambodian Defence League. CDL. <laughs> CDL. Yeah. Fucking hell. That was a weird one. That was wanking that ended up into international politics. <laughs> He's also put, all right, Aaron and Den. <laughs> What's going on? Would you rather... Be a grass or get bummed. Be a grass. Oh, that's interesting, Adam. I can't stress the degree to which I don't want to be bummed. I honestly thought you were going to go so scouse there, go, I'd rather take a fucking dick up my ass than be a fucking grass. I thought you were going to go proper, I like, be a grass, though. fucking like, purple bin lid. I'd grass now on someone who deserves grassing on. Right. I just wouldn't grass for no reason. What deserves like, grassing? Come on, give me the categories. What's gra what's grassworthy? It doesn't, right? So Jade's a grass, like a proper one. Yeah. And um <clears throat> we were driving towards uh the house of someone we know a while back. Nice and vague, I like it. And like it. it was snowing. And right. next door to that their house, their roof had no snow on, which means they're probably growing weed in the attic. And the heat off the stuff to grow the weed melts the snow. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And I was like, oh, look at that. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, that's that means they're growing weed in the attic. She's like, oh, well, I'm telling the police. And I was like, you're fucking not. Because that's just someone trying to make a little crop, sell a bit of weed, put their kids through college, a nice, honest scouse businessman. Okay? I wouldn't grass on them. But if I seen some fucking knobhead robbing the Chinese chippy, with a gun and I knew it was I'd grass him up right 
Right, right, right. I love it how you made that the chippy as well. It wasn't just a robber. It was someone close to your heart. He's doing an arm fucking robbery. Not just with, like someone who deserves it, like a bank or a fucking nursery. Right. <laughs> Mate, if you're doing an arm robbery and you're stood with a gun in a nursery, you've really fucked up. Right. I need two packs of pampers and some fucking rusks and anything out the tilt. There isn't any tilt. Shit. I'll have two of them kids. Throw the fucking kids in the back. I'll sell them to Cambodia. Cambodia's full. I'll fuck off. You don't know what you're on about. I love it how you said the Chinese chippy. You cannot, mate. Adam had grass on someone stealing a fork from that fucking chippy. No, the forks are free. What? Leave them on the counter. You can take them. What, mate, I lo what the fuck is Jade on about? Why does she mind about weed? Weed's not the bad drug. Weed's the fun drug. I don't even smoke it. Leave them alone. She did a module on it when she did a criminology course or something, and she's like, actually, well, there's a link between weed and being a knobhead when you're 12. So, oh, uh, bore off. That's the first time I've strongly disagreed with your missus. Usually, when you're like rallying against her, I'm like, I can see her point. I'm dead against that one. I'm not even a weed smoker, but fuck off, Mary Poppins. Leave, <laughs> <laughs> Leave them alone. What about if someone was Rona, Rona curfew breaking? What would you do then? Would you grass on that? Where's your? No. I want to find your grass line. I want to find your grass line. I'm getting to the point now where I totally understand people breaking the curfew. And look, I, we, we've got a platform here and I'm not encouraging it. I'm not saying we should all just tell the government to fuck off and get on with whatever we want. But people are going slowly fucking round the fucking bend. And I, I'm getting less and less judgy about people doing that. Yeah, a month and a, a month and a, a month a month and ago, a month ago I was getting pissed off, and now I'm like, I just think, I think there's got to be a bit of give and take. And we had someone email in last time we talked about the shutdown being released, and quite Same. vehemently said, "Mate, you can't. There can't be a release in the shutdown. There's going to be a huge other spike." I don't think. I think. Honestly, I think that email I, though. I want to address that. I think that email. I think he misunderstood what we were doing last time. And he, I think he thought we were calling for the lockdown to be eased like now. And that's not what we were doing. We were just commentating on what we believe current public opinion to be and how it's changing. And the gist of it was the, the light at the end of the tunnel, wasn't it? There the has yeah. to be now that's light at the end. Of, yeah. Yeah. And like, even now I'm saying, I understand people flouting the rules. I do understand it. I'm not saying they're right. I'm saying I understand it. And I'm not saying the government should come out and go, right, that lockdown's over. Because I don't know enough about it because I'm not an epidemiologist. You know, I don't think you are. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not a flibbly-flibbly-flibbly. I'm not a flibbly-flibbly-flibbly. So I don't know. I don't know what should be done. I just know that the government needs to communicate with us a bit more about when things are going to change a little bit because people need a bit of fucking hope at the minute because a lot of people are feeling hopeless. That's all I'm saying. But next door neighbours... So next door neighbours, they've got, like, the mum and the dad round and the kids. You're like, do you know what? It's not ideal. It's not the rules, but I'm not grassing. No, next, I wouldn't grass that up. No. Next door neighbours, you know, they play in, like, a fucking Sunday league team. They get the lads round and their missus is 20-odd. 25 people in the house having a beverage not too loud you grassing that no full on Project X 250 <laughs> people fucking DJs that's got to get grassed up on it Adam that's got you I come on mate Jade to <laughs> do the grass 
<laughs> that's even worse. That's like at school. I, I tell you who, everyone will be in detention. The people fighting and the people egging them on, which is worse. That's like that, isn't it? Like, oh, I'm not fucking grassing. Jade, you fucking grass. And do you remember at Christmas when it snowed? There was no fucking, there was no snow on them fucking roofs. Hey, hey, keeping fucking rats in their fucking attic. There's a rat right. in me attic. What I'm gonna do? There's a rat in me attic. What I'm gonna do? I was interested in that. Interesting. Where is Adam's grass line? Shall we have a word from our uh, sponsors? We can do if you fucking want. All right, grumpy. I am grumpy, aren't I? I'm really sorry. Do you love podcasts? Have you always wanted to do your own, but you don't know how? Well, here at Lightwork Studios, if you've got an idea for a podcast, then we want to record it and record it well. Whether you're doing your first podcast or you've been doing it for years, we think all podcasts should look and sound as good as possible. And with prices starting from £30 an hour, we are by far the best-priced professional podcast studio in London. We've got three HD cameras, six top-of-the-range mics, and a sound technician on hand to make sure that all you have to focus on is talking. We can have the recording edited and sent to you the very same day. Find us at lightworkpodcasts.com so we can help record your next podcast. Send in your questions and suggestions to haveawardpod at gmail.com. Let's crack on with this nonsense. Oh, shit. Forgot the... It's time to have a word Ooh. with Adam and Dan Ooh. Tell us all the problems Ooh. you have with your friends Ooh. This was gonna be Ooh. the whole podcast Now we're gonna bottle 10% I just ask Yo, yo, yo Am I now officially a songwriter? You're a composer It was listed on the email Harry, that sent, he didn't want his second name saying Harry, little Vinny who did the vocals Is it Matt P. Williams? And Harry was like I asked him for who I should give the full shout out to and he said he literally put composer Adam Rowe um, I'm a composer and a songwriter I'm putting that in my Twitter bio <laughs> comedian podcaster songwriter fucking lit <laughs> oh angel comedian podcaster lit angel composer <laughs> oh lovely lovely and that was in G <laughs> <laughs> he even belches in tone all right, lids. Sure. Belch on demand. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh god, some fucking lunatic yeah. tried to do the whole alphabet and hello. Stop it. All right, lids. <laughs> Just say. Disgusting. All right, lids. Short and sweet, but can you have a word with anyone that sends the same story, or would you rather into more than one podcast? I've heard more than one story, story, would you rather, on both yours and the podcast by Chris and Rosie Ramsey, Shag Married and Annoyed. Someone is being a little fucking rat about this one, Adam. So Liam Curry has heard it on more than one podcast. Someone's doing it, I think, for their own entertainment to see if they can get stories and would you rathers and whatnot on different podcasts. And although they're funny... This is what Liam said. Although they're funny, it sounds almost like a comedian stealing another comedian's jokes. I know you'd fucking hate to be accused of doing any shit like that, so please have a word with these whoppers. Yeah. Stop. That sounds a bit passive-aggressive at the end, that, doesn't it? 
I know you'd hate to be accused of doing this, so I'm sure you'll want to resolve it as quick as fuck. Fuck you, well, it's, Liam. It definitely sounds passive. Definitely sounds passive aggressive if you reread it with the tone that you just employed. Yeah, well, that's how I read it. <laughs> this is this is amazing. This is why tone and sending texts that are important is difficult. Like, I know you'd fucking hate to be accused of doing any shit like that. So please have a word with these whoppers. Like, I don't. I'm not so sure that's what Liam meant. But yeah, if you are for your own fucking fun and games, sending multi. It's just what are you doing? What are you Help? fucking doing? We need as much fucking content as possible. Yeah, but then... I'm telling you right now, Chris and Rosie's podcast is bigger than this one. They do more downloads. They're selling out fucking arenas with the shit. And we'll be there in a few years. But for now, if you're going to make people pick between sending them to them or us, we're going to lose a lot of fucking contributions. No, I don't give a shit. I don't listen to their podcast. I'm sure it's great. I'm blissfully unaware of it. Keep sending in whatever the fuck you want to us, and you can send that wherever you like as well. Oh, Liam, I like it. Suck your mum. I like it. Adam, I really didn't expect you to take that tack. I thought you'd be like, yeah, you fucking pissed me right off. Adam's like, just send it. Send the fucking lot and stop being a fucking grass, Liam. Yeah. I mean, t- probably don't send us the shit for the, for the parapod. Like, I've seen a ghost, because I'm not sure we're going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen a ghost like and I'm probably sure like the curtains were blowing and I fucking saw one. But what do you think, Barry? Yeah, I think it's fucking probably a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I imagine the par is that the parapod? I'm pretty sure that is the parapod. It's not a million miles away. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Ray being like, Ian Bowles will be like, Oh, it's not a fucking ghost, it's a fucking curtains. And run 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 run. I'm almost sure it's fucking not. Now this is this is a slightly tense one. I am interested to see what Adam thinks of this. First time I've done the have a words. All right, Adam and the ball bloke who used to present the gadget show. Touche. I've had it before, Stone but it's decent. Steve from account. Stone Cold Steve. I'm taking you to the industrial tribunal. Um, can you have a word with my pal Sam for us? Me and Sam have been mates for years. I've had a word myself. He's a Liverpool fan. Maybe a proper Scouse Red might have some effect. So, basically, he's hoping that hearing this from you, Adam, is going to help. Me and Sam are from a nice-ish town outside of Birmingham. Sam is the son of a hard-working businessman who's become a millionaire, and Sam's basically got whatever he's ever asked for. His old man bought him his first house. That's the level we're talking about. My trouble isn't with that, but when Sam is on social media, he portrays himself as the second coming of Karl Marx and gets pissy about people who don't share the same viewpoint as himself. I know the public services are underfunded. However, maybe if he'd had to do a day's graft in his fucking life, he might understand the value of money and why people might have a different view to himself and want to keep their wages. Have a word with him to stop pretending he's something he's not, as let's be honest, he's a closet Tory who always got his old man to fall back on and he needs to get off his left-wing political hype train. Cheers, lids, from Ben. Ben can suck my dick. (laughs) I fucking love it. So you're not you're not take you're not taking you're not having a word with Sam. You're having you're having a word with Ben who wrote the email. Ben's a knobhead. 
Go on, Adam. Riff, He's a fucking tit, okay? Now... Well, you've got Adam at the wrong mood with this shit. Go on, mate. Go on. What's his mate's name? Sam. Sam. Sam's the dad... With, uh, got the dad who's a millionaire. Right. So, they're both from the same area. And what Ben seems to be pissed off with is that... Because Ben's quite clearly a Tory. Right. He hasn't said it, but he is. Because he's saying, you know, some people just want to keep the wages. Don't want to give it to the government, you know, fund the National Health Service or anything else. Blah, blah, blah. Ben's a Tory. I mean, he hasn't said it. You're paraphrasing it. You're definitely adding to it. But go, 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 go. (laughs) Go. Sam. Now, look, Sam's not completely innocent because I am fucking bored. I I consider myself very left wing. Very, very left wing on 99% of things. Socialist ideals. Blah, 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 blah. Sam sounds to me, based on the information we've got, although I imagine it's quite biased coming from this Tory bellend, I, I reckon Sam is the type of person who's like, no, this is how things are, and if you don't agree with me, then I'm going to block you because you're a knobhead. There's loads of them on the on the left-wing side of the political spectrum, and they do me fucking head in. That lad, Owen Jones, he's like a very prominent socialist left-wing political commentator yep. makes a lot of good points and then every now and then he just says something that makes me think oh you're the reason that the, the Tories keep getting in because everyone on the centre-right thinks we're all like fucking you and can't understand the difference between A and B prick so if Sam's being like that and he's all now my opinion's right and, that, and he doesn't consider anyone else's point of view then yeah I'll have a word with him about that you need to learn to have a debate and discuss why certain people think another way I don't want another 20 years of a conservative government and unless the left start listening to why people in the centre ground have started to vote for the right we're never going to get back in power never going to happen so people like Sam are a problem in that sense but Ben you little fucking poob okay (laughs) oh Ben it sounds to me like Ben is accusing Sam of being a champagne socialist which is such a boring fucking insult what he's saying is just because ben, uh, sam's dad has got a bit of money that sam cannot have socialist opinions or left-wing opinions it's bullshit okay i i'm not a the the type of left-wing person who's completely against capitalism i don't necessarily think that a completely socialist society is one that can ever really survive for an over for a very long period of time there's no perfect economic system. Capitalism isn't a perfect one, but it's the one that we've got. And if you work all of your life to become a millionaire and then you can afford to buy your children a house, I'd love to be in that position one day. But I'd also like to pass on my left-wing socialist beliefs to me, children, and go, look, I've bought you an house. Here you go. I love you. Here's a good start in your life. But don't let this make you become a prick. What Ben is asking Sam to do is go, oh, well, my dad's got loads of money, so fuck everyone else. I don't want to... I, I, I think we should all just keep our money. You know, we should try and do this so that we... The NHS being underfunded doesn't matter. And we're fucking booper, mate. It doesn't fucking work like that. You can have money in your background. Your parents can have money that you can fall back on and still be a person who believes that we need to pay in to the public purse enough so that everyone has got a decent chance at a decent life. Ben, suck me dick. <sighs> Mate, the timing of that was beautiful. It was a combination of Adam's mood, the end of the podcast, and that email. Mm, that was just amazing. That was like that was like just pushing a little snowball at the top of a hill and then just watching a whole village get fucked off by a massive like <laughs> huge avalanche. I mean, to be, think? I think, I think if Sam is being a pious cunt, 
and he's on Twitter pretending to be like a a dyed in the wool hardcore almost communist like hard socialist and really he's 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 portraying a false setup then that is bullshit and I get Ben's point because he's he's obviously his mate but he's like mate I'm fucking bored of you taking the moral high ground when you're comfy as fuck but there is a very inverted snobbery about the working class hating a, a person who has wealth that's no fault of their own because it's it's very short-sighted. Like, if it was the other way around, Ben wouldn't be like, well, I'm giving up this house because I'm a Tory or whatever. I'm, be, or I'm a socialist. Like, it's an inverted snobbery. Just like people despise the wealthy looking down at the poor to then invert that and be like, oh, well, posh people are all cunts and, like, inbred. Like, I think, I think if Sam is being a, a hypocrite and he's on Twitter and he's online and, it's, and he's being sort of fake then yeah, I get yeah. why Ben's annoyed. If, if Sam's being a virtue signal and pile of cum, and that's what a lot of people are, right? If, if he's on, on Twitter talking about, oh, we need to do this, let's fund the NHS, let's let's buy into socialist values, I, I'm, I'm super left-wing, and then he's going home and he's on voting day, he's voting Tory, and it's all just for likes and retweets and aren't I a good person, but really he wants to keep all his fucking money and daddy will look after me. If he's that person then yeah, fuck him off. Ben's right. He's an absolute knobhead, but I don't think he is. I think what's happening here is Ben's a little Tory. He feels fucking guilty for the fact that he is one. And the fact that his mate, who is actually in a much better position than him, can still find the 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 moral virtue within him to be, do you know what? No, I think we should do things this way. He's jealous of the humanity yeah. that his friend has got. That's what this email sounds like to me. Yeah, I think you're always going to get criticised if you uh, are going to a Labour Party meeting and you ride a poor person there, that's always going to yeah. look badly. How did you get here, Thomas? Oh, actually, I just rode. I rode a poor person. It's really, it's uh, the only way to travel. Anyway, how do we fix the NHS and social housing? Well, Adam, I love that, that little, little fire under you. I'm sort of feeling responsible for now handing you back to Jade because you are in a tempestuous little mood. I don't think I'm going to go and see Jade. I think I'm going to go and have a wank and a sandwich and then I'll feel a bit better. Do it stood up, you little fucking yeti. Uh, the song today is from Rivet City. We've had Rivet City on before. They've got a video coming out on Tuesday. Check them out at, on Twitter, at Rivet City Band. This is called Spare the Master. And it's cool as fuck. Adam, I've done the whole fucking episode. Look at that. I've done the music. That's the first time I've ever introduced the song. I hope our listeners... Um enjoyed the energy I brought today and uh, I'll try and have a slightly different one tomorrow go and rob a nursery lad bye Felicia bye Felicia
Father, 